Hello, thank you so much for tuning in. Let's talk about it, girl. My name is Celia, and of course, we have all the cast. Um, Brie and Kier here today. We're going to be opening up and talking about, well, the topic of discussion will be, will you marry me? Um, and of course, we're going to bring our life experiences in dating, marriage, singleness. Um, we're going to bring all that together. And then, of course, blending them together with how God has helped us um, understand what we need in a relationship or what we need primarily the focus which is marriage um, so how God has been good to us as showing us what a husband should be and what should we should expect from our future husbands or husbands that we have now um, and you girls are you guys ready Yes. yes, we've been waiting on this episode. I know. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited. <laughs> so, have you guys been reading Michael Todd's relationship goal? Girl, have I? <laughs> actually, I have the book. Like, I have the book and the study guide. And actually, me and my husband both the book. We was going to read it together. And I still have not dived into it yet, but I have heard so many good things about yes, it. Some, um, and I'm, stuff. And honestly, I have so many books, y'all, that I need to read. I Look, I just be everywhere, but I definitely need to, you know, go ahead and open up that book and read it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good eye opener. I'm only at chapter three. Like, that's, all, that's as far as I've gotten. But just to get the chapter three was good. Chapter one was very eye-opening he get, mm-hmm. he gets you to think about like deeper relationships like the main relationship first is with God but before yes. that right. it was a relationship regardless because um the trinity that's relationships have always been on earth and it's something that we just can't avoid so you you just got to learn how to operate in one because you're gonna be in a relationship for the rest of your life whether it's with friends uh a significant other Father, right. daughter, mother, daughter, you know, those different relationships that you're going to forever have. Yeah. So relationships are just important. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Bree. That's exactly what I was about to say. Um, so listeners, um, regardless if you're single, married, going through a divorce, um, just whatever the situation is, you need to fix relationships between your best friend, sister, brother, mother, father, Whoever it is, this book is for you. Um, Relationship Goes is by Pastor Michael Todd, and you can purchase the book basically anywhere where um, they sell books. So Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Walmart even has it, um, Target. It's anywhere. So it's a very good book, and don't hesitate to purchase it and read it because you will enjoy it. I got it on my phone, y'all. I got an e-book, so... It's good. It's always in my pocket. So mm-hmm. I can always <laughs> take it out. And in the study guide, I have the study guide as well. Oh, and yeah. I like the part where you can just write the notes right in there on your phone. So I do like that part about the ebook. But I know it's always good to have an um, actual good paper book too. But I like mm-hmm. that ebook for right now. I'm in, I'm stuck in the ebook mode. <laughs> do that workbook, y'all. Don't hesitate to buy that workbook. That workbook has some questions that will have you looking at yourself in a deeper, more meaningful way. 
I promise you. Mm-hmm. It yeah, help. it just it really makes it just makes you think. Like it, mm-hmm. it makes you it, it brings out your worth. Now it's gonna give you some it may give you some moments where you gotta sit there and feel like worthless, but it's gonna also it's doing it for a reason to bring out so you can see yourself worth, see how much you've been right. putting yourself on the back burner. And you right. that stuff will open your eyes. Like it, I, like I say, I tell the girls, I'm in a I've been in a relationship for 10 years and I haven't had marriage. So at this point it's like he don't know my worth, but by me staying, I obviously don't know it either. So, right. and I'm not giving, I'm I'm just, I'm going to just keep giving myself to him at a discount value until I leave and find somebody who, who see my value. And I'm just so used to being comfortable that I can find somebody who will be with me for six months and think I'm worthy, worthy of marriage. So, okay. It, it's just, <laughs> you, you really need to read it. So you can see yo, yo, see, you can relate. Yes, I definitely can relate to that. Um, And I relate to, okay, so this is, well, I feel like we have so much to get into, so I don't know if I should bring this up now into topic. Go ahead, girl. But I can relate to that because, you know, everybody will probably think it's crazy when I say that I've only known my husband for eight months. I know people be like, you only, like, why? But basically... Um, after just coming from a bad relationship where, you know, my daughter's father just up and left me false promises and hopes, just realizing he only used me for what he wanted and not really seeing a long term for real, for real. And so, um, I know when I was definitely getting back into the word, focusing on God, getting my life together, saying, you know what, I can't keep going into these circles, you know, you know, asking God to give me the heart's desire to open my open my Bible and start reading and getting closer to him and understanding him. That's when I started to have value for myself and see how much God valued me. So not only did he value me, he showed me exactly how my husband is supposed to treat me, mm-hmm. provide for me and and love me. Mm-hmm. And so from there that I knew that off backs, I, I told God, like, look, I want a godly man, like enough of these standards that's another thing these standards for me i think maybe we can all relate we we so-called want this bad boy or what people call like a nipsey hustle who's a gangster but he's really it but when he's with his um woman he treats her good those are one in a million we're not gonna find guys like that and in reality we can't really say that he's a bad boy because just because how he acts or he carries himself doesn't mean that he's not a gentleman or that he's not a good man Right, so and that's the thing about him. He he is not what people like right. from the outside looking in. It once like once he died, I I can be honest and say that I never listened to Nips, Nipsey Hussle before at all. So when and then when it came across my phone that Lauren, it, this is the caption it said Lauren London's boyfriend died, and I was like, oh, let me go check it out. Then I got to mm-hmm. looking into what he really was about, and like nobody right. had anything bad to say about him. I'm like, this is a true man. Like he's yeah. a, and then mm-hmm. not only was he he about the streets, like he gave, not just about the streets, when I say about the streets, he wasn't like thugging out there, he was giving right. back to his community, like he was putting his right. people on, and people right. were like, before he died you guys didn't know him, okay we didn't, but now that it's brought to our attention he really is a good man, and I did share the post right. about him, because just to see how he treated her, mm-hmm. like and and that's a relationship so that I don't think I don't think that was fake. I think that was genuine. Okay, it was, and they was engaged, and they were engaged, so they was about to get married. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if y'all seen them wedding pictures with them on a horse on a horse or whatever. Oh, I see. Those I saw them. Wedding pictures. From what I was told, I'm, I'm gonna say allegedly. From what I was told, those were their engagement pictures because they were going to get married. That was. Uh, I just felt for her. Like my thing is, one thing I I learned about Nessie Hester too. Like it's crazy because I learned about him a month after before he passed away about what he was doing for the community. But then when he passed away, people were saying like he wasn't the type of person to divide. He was the type of person, like I guess he was a, a, a crip or something like that. Yeah. So he was the type of person to go hang around bloods and communicate with them and talk to them and be friends with them. He didn't discriminate because of who he hung with. Yeah. He, he was a loving person. He wanted everyone to come together. And so that's why I said like people have women or like me in my past, I've had this uh, uh, um, some type of um criteria that they had to be a little gangster but still be good to me in reality thugs and gangsters is not going to be good to you they're no good for you because either they're in or out of jail they're they're not going to keep their commitments unless you know god has got changes their lives but nothing good comes out of that from my experience and so i had to learn how to say I had to let God teach me what a good man is versus what what garbage I thought was a good man. I'm not and going. So, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. And so once I realized that, and I asked God, like, "Hey, you know, I, I need you to to send, of course, bring a good man to me, bring a godly man, bring someone that you approve and that you want for me." And that's when everything started falling in place. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to necessarily say that thugs or gangsters are bad people. I just don't agree with their lifestyle because if you think about it, what are they doing? They're doing what we're doing. They just don't, they probably doing it how they know it. So I can't really say that all of them are bad, but I get what you're saying because I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I don't want a thug or a gangster for a husband because that's right. obviously they're not walking with God because they're still doing things the wrong way. Right. But and that's, there's that's some what... of them that are on a, I ain't going to say up and up because, you know, they're still doing stuff wrong. They stay out of jail and mm-hmm. they just they just find a way to get around and do their stuff. But they treat right. their women right and they like that. But as for me, I just don't want a thug or a gangster for, right. a, for a husband. You're and right. that's how I felt. And then my thing is, I'm not trying to say that they're bad people because you're right; they're not bad people. Just their lifestyle is mm-hmm. just crazy, yeah. just wrong. I agree. With so that. my thing is, I can only see a bad ending to that, you yeah. know? Because what? How if you're if you're doing if you're so focused on all these bad things, how can you focus yourself on being a good man uh, for yourself, for God, yourself, and your and your wife and your children? Yeah. How can you focus on that when you're doing so much bad? And my thing is, if you're doing Things that's just like the word says, it's only going to lead you down the road of to, to a bad, to the wrong to the road of destruction. So if you keep destructing your life, how can you focus on being a good man to the people around you when you're so built? You know, yeah, I don't doing think that evil necessarily that you can't really hurt them. I'm I, stop y'all right there. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't think um they they would necessarily hurt them on in. Um, intentionally, but I think that their lifestyle leads to nothing but bad because even if there is some that don't go to jail, like don't stay in and out of jail, but it's you got to right. think about it. It's only one one or two things that can happen to you. You're going to end up in jail or you're going to die. So right. with that being said, I feel like if you don't do enough for the change for your wife because your wife may like that lifestyle, or well, I ain't going to say she like it, but she likes the, the money, the things that it brings her. But when, when you have kids, that's when you got to kind of like See, I got somebody out here to protect. I feel like you should do it with your wife. But if if doing it for your if 
click if your kids don't make it click in your head i just really don't know what to say because those are when when people are after you they go after your family nowadays so you just have to mm-hmm. it, I, I get what you're saying that the life it leads to a life of destruction there's only one or two things that can come from it and until they get on a godly path they can't i see what you're saying they can't possibly be a good a, con- a complete husband rather you see i'm gonna stop yeah. y'all right there for a second okay brie i agree with you about how they're only going to end up either in prison or probably dead. Celia, I'm going to disagree with you on some things because I, where I'm from, I know plenty of like thuggish bad boys, whatever y'all want to call them. But at the end of the day, some of the things that they do, which we all know, sell drugs and all of that stuff, that's basically their income. That's what they yeah. do bring in income. Now, they do that to bring in income, and then they come home, and they take care of their wife, or they take care of their girlfriend, their kids, or whatever like that. She's well-respected. She gets treated good. He take care of his kids. They get treated good. It's all for all. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it really just depends on, I guess, the type of, basically, what the woman is willing to put up with. Me, personally, I'm not going to be putting up with somebody that's on the block. You know, all types of hours. All I'm too scared, hours. girl. With, you know, yeah, with everything <laughs> right. going on, I just don't want to be put in a situation where you get that phone call where you know you got to go rush to the hospital because something has happened to your dude. Like, I know plenty of people I went to high school with that has that type of relationship with their dudes, and they get calls all the time about them having to rush to the hospital because they got shot. And sometimes, you know, it don't always be the, the ending doesn't always end beautifully. Sometimes, you know, I see posts from people from high school, they posting rest in peace posts to their boyfriend or something. And, you know, it's sad at the end of the day. It's like you knew what type of lifestyle he was living. But, yeah, Yeah. I I I do agree. I don't think all of them are bad. And I don't think um, all of them have bad intentions. But like Celia said, the the, the road to it just ends. It just leads to a road to destruction. Like, because you're not, that God doesn't agree with that. So, but like you said, um, Kiera, that's their income, and that's all some of them know. It, that goes back to yeah. our topic from last um last week. We we have been put down so much that we it's hard for us to get ahead. That's all mm-hmm. our people know, and if that's all they know, what you think they're gonna do? Right, that's true too. But it goes back to if you know God, God is going to make a way, and He's going to show you when you put your full trust in God. He's going to show you the way out of those type of lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And while that might be the the income uh, for me, that's just unacceptable. I understand that the oppression has happened. I understand living in the ghetto. I lived in the ghetto too, you know. So I get all of that, you know. But at the same time. You got to want better for yourself. And so that leads us to, is that how God is for a man, for us to have a good man in our life that's going to be everything that they're supposed to be and everything that God says they need to be for us? Is that is that acceptable? Like, yeah, that's income. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a good man. But for me, I see that's all, like, you might be a good man, but the destruction that you're leading to, you come home, you can bring that right with you. So how is that making me as a wife, how is that okay? And you right. not. And another you thing, are. though, you get you at some point in your life, you were introduced to God. They don't have that, so they don't right. know better. They think that's the life for him. Like we know what's better, but they they don't know. They don't know God. They don't. They haven't tried him for themselves. Well, they know what we right. say, but that's why it got to be more of us out there telling them 
about oh god is good mm-hmm. we gotta live this life we can't be afraid to speak on this stuff and let them know that it's okay to to walk with jesus we get right. like people think walking changing your life for the better with jesus is boring it's not you can do the same exact stuff you just have to limit you gotta be yeah. mindful what you put into your mind and nowadays i had this conversation with my auntie i told her Nowadays, kids not going to want to graduate from high school because guess what? All the rappers are making it and they ain't graduating from high school. So mm-hmm. they don't have yeah. any good role models. If that's all they know, that's all they're going to go for because we're not having mm-hmm. enough. It's so hard for black people to step up as a race and be like, we thriving and we making it. We we got so many black people out here doing the same job as white people and ain't getting paid the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. we still under anything like only the rappers and the, the 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 singers and the video girls those are the only ones that's making it but you know what Bree? fast money ain't always good money i agree fast money isn't always good money but they don't know that we know that yeah so since you said that what could be some ways that maybe that person could understand how fast money isn't good money or you know this ain't the way that God will want me to live or want me to build myself up for my future girlfriend or wife to be we gonna we as the the believers are going to have to get out there and share the word with share the word of God we're gonna have to share it and as a woman too, like, you know, for us, we, we are influencers. So that's one thing, like I have this book called Kingdom Woman. And one thing that was explained was that women are influencers. And that's very true. Like we can go all the way back from Adam and Eve, like Eve bit the apple and she didn't convince Adam to eat it too. Just that that right there is alone how influential we are, especially if that man really, if that man really cares. And not only that, the power of prayer. Oh, girl, I thought you were about to say something else. Power. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Because <laughs> that's, that's my name. Which I thought you were about to say. Uh-uh, you should continue on. Yeah, I, I'll but, that when you get done with you. The power, the power of prayer and, like I said, the power of influence. Like, uh, like influence in a way like, oh, I'm going to carry my Bible. Or, you know, just or just really just pushing like, hey, I'm a believer and you can do this and you can do that. Like just, you know, like I said, I like what you said about just getting out there. Like I know for me, my husband says I've been the most influential person in his life when it comes to his word. Mm. Like I've encouraged him. Like when he when I'm when I'm reading and maybe he's had a long day and he's slacking off and he's like, Man, when I see you get your your Bible out when I see you studying, I hurry up and go get mine because I need to get right where you at. You better build it. You know, up, he always does. I love it. Gotta build my baby up, okay? <laughs> see, them the type of people. So. That's that's the type of man you can build up. I need somebody that that's yes. that's gonna. I, I'm not finna. I'm not. I'm against building men up, but that's the person right there you can build up. But he builds me but that's too, though. Reason, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, you're building him up in that area, like you're strengthening faith. He already wants. Yeah. He wants that though. He wants yeah. that. Right. So that, that's a right. good way to build a man up. That's a good sacrifice yep. to put in. And I love, and I love the fact that you said that. You know, build them up. We have to let them know that there's more. And I feel like as as women, we have that power to influence. And so that's what I do. Like I build him up, especially number one, his faith, 
definitely like because at the end of the day I know he's the head of our of, of our family mm-hmm. so I gotta mm-hmm. make sure he's in line with God so that way everything passed down the blessings that God is going to give him I can make sure they pass down that we from peace to joy to happiness to just the pure godly presence of God you know what I'm saying yeah. so that's very important that I'm building him up in his faith as well as other things too but faith and our, you know, our life with God, with having God in the middle of everything, that is most important to me. Okay, I like yeah. that. That's, I agree. that's okay. But back to what you said, like, I agree with we we are good. I mean, we are very influential, and not just the power of prayer; it's the power of the other piece because we the, we don't realize how much <laughs> we can control a man. Okay, so yeah, we can time. really control Thank a man, whether we trying to control mm-hmm. him you know sexually because a lot yeah. of women and that's the thing women don't know they work myself included because mm-hmm. you just you just had a control in your hand like i i don't see how men come in and just tear women down because if it wasn't for a woman you wouldn't be here because like, they're insecure themselves true that's true true very, very true and they're very they're true. intimidated then and you should mm-hmm. never be intimidated because as as a race we are we are put down so much that we have no choice. We should, the only thing we should want to do is lift each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I just think we have more power and control and we just don't realize it. And that's why I hate to see women being abused. I hate to see them being mistreated because we, we have so much power mm-hmm. and okay, let's, let's discuss this right quick then. How do y'all feel about the, uh, I, I don't know if you guys can relate to this, uh, abusive relationships. Has anyone ever been in one? I know we're pretty young. Yeah. Okay. Can you, can you elaborate if you don't mind? Yeah. Like it, it was overwhelming. Like that's the first thing that I can say, but like, you know, this is, it's the typical thing of what everyone hears. Like in the beginning, it was good, but then it slowly started to turn into, you know, arguments to him hitting because. The excuses, oh, well, you angered me or you you pissed me off from black eyes to the point of I knew for a fact I felt like I was going to lose my life that life that night to where I wouldn't see my kids, you know, that I had to call the police, press charges and everything. Um, and they are very insecure, but I noticed with him, he had a lot of mama issues and I guess he's yep. been hurt by his mom. But, but the thing is he had both p- p- parents in the household. That don't father mean that. Like but so he his father. Yeah. His father. I mean, it just, my thing is you wouldn't expect that, but he came from a household with two parents, but he like, he will get in conversation about how his mother was very abusive. Like he would do something wrong. She'll, she, like, he'll tell me she cracked my head with a, with a violin. She did all these violent things. And I feel like those negative toxic traits from his mom was passed on to him. And, and so, and I also felt like he was looking for a mama too, like maybe a motherly love. And I was the type, for example, Oh, can you do this job application for me? Uh, absolutely not. I'm not doing no job application for you. For one, because I I didn't feel like you know you didn't treat me right anyway. But secondly, you're a grown man and you don't have no responsibility. You do your own job application. Like I was just that type. Like you know, show like show your motivation. You'll go get go go do that for yourself. Like what do I need to fill out job application for you? So little things I noticed about him was just like he was like looking for a mama, and I didn't like it. And um, that's where a lot of the abuse and the control, you know, come in. He would try to, you know, 
you know, swing his way back in, cry to me and say he's sorry and how much he loved me. It was in that relationship was an on and off relationship. Like I won't talk to him for a month, like just break up with him because I was tired of the abuse. Then we get back together. Then it's just like he slipped right back on in. So Okay, so let me ask you this. If you if you got away for those times you said it was on and off, how what what he how how did he convince you to come back? He would be super sweet and, you know, expressing himself how, you know, he was wrong and, but in a way still try to show like, I, he, he felt like I was equally wrong for him putting his hands on me and like, he would just be persistent and I would just, you know, fall right into his hands with his sweet words and be like, you know what? All right. But Celia, let me ask you this real quick though. So, mm-hmm. and this is just not for your situation. This is for like everybody, anyone in general. So, do you think that's an a, a appropriate excuse for a man to do the things that he did or do because of um his him not having an appropriate or um loving relationship with his mom or his dad or vice versa? Absolutely not. It's not appropriate at all. It's no excuse. And unfortunately, we deal with with life, you know, things that happens to us that's not fair. It's not. The things that happen to us is not fair, but they do happen. And I think that, you know, a person who's living in a way that they're trying to lean on their own understanding and they're trying to go and go through life on their own, they're going to be always lost and they're not going to be able to find a solution. But I feel like when you have, when you involve God in it, he opens you up to not only show like, these are my issues, like right, plain right, these are my transgressions. These are the things that I need to overcome and these are the reasons why I don't have good relationships and honestly a lot of it might be my fault too so it's a horrible excuse you know I don't condone an excuse to be to treat somebody wrong or to act a certain way yeah because I got asked that question maybe like a couple years ago and you know I just was like regardless of how you were brought up or whatever the situation may be um, you know, everyone was brought up differently, but at the same time, you know, right from wrong, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of what you've been exposed to, you still know right from wrong. Uh, um, that's true, mm-hmm. but your your the way you was raised, it's just gonna come out. I'm sorry to say, it is it, is you can't get around that because my mom, well, my stepdad, his his parents were like that his dad was very abusive to his mom so he thought he was gonna do that with my mama but he didn't realize where my mama came from and that she a fighter and she ain't take that that's all it took when she she fought him back he, he i mean he couldn't do nothing he thought she was gonna be like i guess he thought he was gonna break her down but she didn't so i don't know because i don't think he would if if I looked up to myself that I I never I never saw that day coming. Like I I didn't know that would happen. But when he fought back, I'm actually glad I saw my mama respond the way she did because I know I say all the time, I ain't gonna take that, but I always I'm quick to say, I never know how like I never know what an abusive person go through or how their mind is. But I just feel like from me, where I come from, how I see women, I, I'm not gonna take that because I guess the fear tactic, that's why I guess they play on people with fear. Um, I just don't think I would, I, I don't think I would go through it, but I'm not going to ever say never because I just mm-hmm. don't know where my mind may be at when I do get to that point. 
But what I'm saying is, do you think that's an appropriate excuse, though? No, of course not. No. Okay. No. No. No way. I'm not upholding it. I'm just saying some people are mentally damaged by parents. Emotionally, too. So... Like mm-hmm. for what um Salia said with her um situation, he his his mom did it. So he he grew up with two parents. He didn't see his dad beat his mama. He saw his mama do evil things. It don't mm-hmm. it don't matter how it manifests. It's gonna come out regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if yeah. say for instance, he never started beating her. He still was gonna be verbally abusive. Yeah. Because it's, it's it, it has to come out somewhere. He never let his frustration and his anger with his mama go. So who did he have to right. respond to? He then he came mm-hmm. and he tried to do it to Salia. You're right. But no, I'm not upholding it. Is it wrong is wrong. Yeah. So is there okay, so how did you how okay, how did you break free from it, Aaliyah? Completely. Oh, completely broke free free from it? I called the police. And that was your breaking point, like when you had to press charges, because some people get to that done. point too, and they still don't turn. So mm-hmm. can you help somebody done. with yours? I, yeah, I mean, if they want to be helped, I'm saying, can you share? You know, them, like let them know what. You do? Oh yeah. So basically, what happened? What was my breaking point? Is I like I'll never forget this day. I think it was like on the December 27th. You know, and this was actually one of those situations where. I was done with him, but then I started to feel bad because he was like, you know, I don't, I don't have nobody to spend time with. That's what I was going to say. And I was like, you know, all right, but we him. friends. But yeah, like, and I felt bad for him. So I was like, you know what? Okay, you can come chill, but we not doing none of that crazy stuff. I'm, I'll be your friend, but that's it because I'm seriously done. See, that's how I was So I let him come. My bad. You can go. My bad. Yeah, so I let him come over or whatever. You know, of course, and thank God my kids was not with me during the holiday. They were with my mom for the vacation. So I pray, I thank God for that. But basically, you know, um, of course, I made holiday dinner, something small, nothing too extravagant because it was just me and me and him. And so, you know, of course, I gave in. But of course, he decided that he wanted to get drunk. Mind you, he had an alcohol issue that got him put in jail last time for an assault charge. So... Um, I wasn't thinking like it was that bad, and I'm not blaming him on alcohol because he was already abusive. Mm-hmm. But that does play a so. But it just it, it made things extreme. So basically, you know, we're you know I'm on the phone texting my friends and stuff, just really enjoying the holiday, really not in tune to stuff because he's just really getting on my nerves to the point he's been drunk too much. He's just out of control, out of nowhere, he started throwing stuff everywhere, like food, plates of food, like food that he had throwing it everywhere in my house. Then, you know, like he wanted to spend time with me and stuff. And I'm like, you know, you drunk and you acting out of control. Like, no, I don't want to spend time with you. I'm going to my room. And so next thing I know, he comes in my, he, I, you know, he comes to my, my bedroom door. I'm like, look, you got to get out. Like he going crazy, cursing at me. He just, he all in my face, cursing me out, being real crazy. And I knew what this was going to come to. So when he left my room, I locked my door. Mm. I'm like, all right, I'm locking my door. You know, he, I'm going to just let him stay out there. So he started, you know, knocking on my, yo, be open up the door, blah, 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 blah. I'm not opening up the door. I'm like, oh, Lord, like, you know, I, I don't have time for this. So it got to the point where he damaged my door. Like he literally broke open my door, holes in the wall, how he got the how he got the door open, I he don't know. Just I just know through. that my whole wall was yeah. done. Like, 
you know, my, my door what was done. Next thing you know, the abuse started, him choking me, dragging me, all, also to the point of him getting the knife, like one of my kitchen knives, slashing my couches, then had to nerve to come up to me with the knife, talk about some, yeah, B, your kid's going to come, come home to a homicide. I wish you had like that's when it was time for me to call the police. Okay. Mm-hmm. But calling the police was a struggle because at this point, like I'm not trying to make him mad. So I ain't saying nothing. I'm basically getting beat the heck up. And then finally when I got that time to really break loose, I ran into my bathroom. And I locked my bathroom door. I I couldn't lock the bathroom door. He he but I leaned my whole body. I tried my best to lean my whole body to the door. And of course I can't because he's like super strong. So he's trying to push in the door. And I'm like, I'm calling 911, which 911 was very aggravated because they moved too slow. And I'm like, look, man, like I don't want to be more aggressive because I need them to come to me as soon as possible because I really don't know if he's gonna try to kill me but at this point. point with they should have heard that somebody being aggressive. They, they can hear it. They can hear situation. it. I mean, well, they younger, and I'm like, ma'am. Well, they think is if you if you're too aggressive, if you're too loud, if I can't hear you, I need you to st- try to stay calm the best oh, way you okay, can, yeah, so yeah. I can get help. And so I was like, look, you know, I'm trying to stay calm, and I know you know you got questions, but I need you guys to really hurry up because at this point, I'm really scared for my life. I'm trying to hold my put my whole body against my bathroom door. Of course, he he's trying to get in. I need y'all to please come. So he's like, you know. He didn't get, did he? I don't recall if he got into the bathroom. I'm trying to remember. But no, this is what happened. So when he actually heard me calling police and, and I was on speaking, he can clearly hear that they were coming. He tried to hurry up and leave, put his clothes on and leave. No. So thank she God for that, no. right? I'm thinking. So they came. So they came. Of course, you know, I got a busted lip. I mean, bruised up and everything. Um, I was a, I was a mess. And the crazy part is I had neighbors okay nobody said that no one tried to know and grown men at that no one tried to come and defend and see what was wrong even if they don't know the situation no one tried to no one did nothing everyone was being nosy no one cared and that's the that's sad the part thing. about, about society today because I, I know I've heard gunshots outside my house and I won't call and I won't do anything so I guess that's that is a guilty part that would make me feel aware but if Okay, to be honest, if my neighbors get in a fight, I don't think I would run over there. I just call the police because at this point, what can I do? Not run over there, but at least call the police. And my thing is, as men too, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I get that. Men you have become very men have become men have become very sissy. Very, I, I don't very, like very that, but they much. become bro, yeah. very soft. And my thing is, I was raised up with men where, where my, my uncles and my cousins and my big cousins and my great greats and all that, they didn't care about the situation. They see a man put their hand, they don't care what that woman did. You don't put your hands yeah, on that's that's the thing. We It's yeah. not like but that. That's, it's that's, not like that's that's that now. We, it, 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 we like that period. Like, if I like, I'm, I'm making the example. If I heard that, I don't know what I'd do. But like, see it, I can't, I just can't see it. I can't even let that go down. So, me like, see Right. It. And that, my, Right. And my thing is, I'm like you too. Like, I will be quick to call the police. Like, oh my God. Like, I, matter of fact, I've actually witnessed it. My next door neighbor, uh, his friend, I guess he, his friend came over and a girl came over. And I don't know what happened. It was a big argument, but I guess she was talking to somebody. I don't really know what happened. But all I seen was I seen heard a lot of commotion. So I peeked out my window and he was spit on this girl, kicked her into the glass. So I think our glass, our door glass had kind of shattered a little bit and he beat her 
And I called the police. I was looking at my, you know, my people, and I called the police. I said, "This ain't acceptable." I don't care what, what did she make did it? at this point. You know, the girl was fine, but this is catch this though, and 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 I get it though, because I've been in her and I've been in that predicament. She was back the next couple of days. I but that's, this here's the thing. But y'all. that's what they do. Yeah. Here's the thing. The, the, yeah. The thing this society, first of all, I'm gonna say this. This society, they they quick to record, but not so quick to help. No, nah, I ain't recording. I'm calling the police. I'm I, not recording I probably would nothing. Notify a lot of these first and record to have my yeah, evidence. Yeah, but I'm just saying with this society today, when they see something going on, people like to pick up their phones and record and not jump in and help. And see, that's, that's that. just not me. That's just not. I can't. That's I can't not me. Either. Yeah, I'm not going to. Recording, I, recording is just no, I don't do because all that. I don't. I don't. You want, you want the attention, like you just doing it for views. Because why? Yeah. If you had the time to record. You had the time to call the police. Exactly. Call the police. So I mean, I've thing. never been that type to record stuff. And like I said, I do, but in. That's but you got to think about like your neighbors. I'm just saying, not saying it is right because like I just made the example. If I hear gunshots, like you would think people would call to report gunshots. I don't. I just. I don't. Because uh, yeah, a lot of people like to mind their own business. Yeah, because I'm one of them too. I just I don't know. It's an extent of minding my business. Yeah, you know that's how I look at it. But you with but it, yeah, you so, saw it, so that was a good reason. Me, I'm 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 probably not gonna get up. I would have to literally. I was screaming. Like, ah. It was like a lot of it was commotion. Like when I say there was so much commotion in my hallway, that's what made me get up. Because I'm like, you know what the. What the heck is going yeah. on? And then when I peeped out my people, I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I've seen this. I was like, you know what? Just to be sure, let me just let me just call the police to protect both of them. Let him not go too far to where he do something, it go too far and her not be fine. That's how I felt at that point. I don't know what happened, but you could tell I for me being in an abusive relationship, I could tell this has been consistent. You know what I'm so saying? So my thing so, is you said she was back a couple of days later, right? Yeah, so, she was back a couple of days later. And my thing is, I don't know if it was to get her stuff because she was there with her boyfriend. Like, my na- they were staying with my neighbor. So I don't know if she was there to get her stuff. Like, I don't know the reason behind oh, so it. Oh, did neighbor beat somebody else's girlfriend? No, 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 no. The neighbor didn't beat his girlfriend. The neighbor friend beat his... The neighbor friend beat his oh, own okay. girlfriend. So the, the, he was over my neighbor's house. My neighbor, the, the man, like the, the... I forgot his name. He was really nice. But he wasn't really trying to get into it. But according from what I'm understanding, from what I was hearing, the neighbor's uh, girlfriend, that was her best friend. So she was trying to get the boy to stop. And I remember her telling her boyfriend, like, what the hell? And he didn't you know, help? Like, you see this going, that's your friend. And you're not going to stop him? Like, I'm, I'm oh, like, so she he, was really upset with her boyfriend. Too. So why you think they don't want to help? Why you think men these days, they acting just like sissies? What do y'all think? No, I can't. I can't do that. Like, what are you? You, you a grown man. Like, I don't. You're supposed to protect. The men are the 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 head that are 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 already crowned by God to be the heads. Why yeah. you acting? That right there. That would be a re. That alone. If like, say, if I was talking to somebody, that alone. Like, if I witnessed my husband do something like that. Oh, I'm gonna have a nice little conversation with him. So why do you why do y'all think Cause that is not acceptable? It's not, but I know he would never um, do that. Men are not so quick to help these days. 
Well, I feel like the for me, I feel like the world has been so corrupt. Like, for example, like, you know, I'll see a lot of, oh, women, you know, they know how to, they sneaky, they conniving, both of this, you know, all these, these <laughs> things, vice versa. I can say the same thing about men too, because they are. So my yeah. thing is, that would be their reason. That would be their reason of why they wouldn't jump in, or that would be their reason um, why, you know, that they don't care. Like, another example, what, what my abuser did, i never forget, like, I had just I had cash I had cash in some money that had came in I went to go take my boys to get their haircuts and stuff like that mind you I don't know I want to call him ghetto so bad but not but he just so I don't want to want to call him ghetto, but he just so rough he just too hood and so the abusive one that I was dealing with um I know that he had needed some help or whatever. And I was like, I'm no, I'm not helping you with nothing. Like I was just going through so much with him. Like I'm a single mom with both of my kids. I'm not, you're a grown man. You don't have no responsibility. You need to figure out yourself. I'm always helping anyway. Like, no. So I never forget. Like I went to go get my, he took me to go get my boy's haircuts. So he, so we go into the mall, right? And I guess some girl was looking at him or something like that. And I, or he was saying, what the F you looking at, B? I don't know. All I know is I heard the conversation. I kept walking because I'm not tuning into that. So she was like, oh, boy, ew, what your little Bama stuff? <laughs> like, it was a mess, right? So I kept walking. So he get mad at me. So I'm like, hey, so we just want to let that girl talk to me. I said, look, I'm not getting into that. Into that. I'm not that type of. I'm not that type of woman. I got my kids. Whatever interactions you get into, you get into. I said, I don't even know why you sit there. You gonna sit there and argue with a, another woman about what? Because you looking at her or she looking at you? And that's another thing. A man so will never put pissed. you in your predicament to fight. Like I, I can honestly say that about my okay. kids. Okay, that's one thing he ain't tolerating. It ain't no. Oh, they go right. fight his like, first why would for you... me. And if I, I'm not, I'm not a fighter though. So, but he already said multiple and... times that if somebody try to fight me, it like just from watching the Facebook videos. If y'all wonder how those topics come up, but he was like, "Ain't no." I said, "Would you look? Would you help me if I'm getting jumped? Like girls be jumping on him, and I'm like, would you help me?'" Yeah, like ain't no, ain't no jumping. They ain't gonna never get to you. Like I'm. I'm fine women like I th- that's a, I I think I hope he joking but when it comes to me he's not gonna let that I, happen so. well I've seen this one video I didn't even feel so this I think this is just like just speaking of Facebook videos I've seen this one little video these girls was jumping the girls and I could hear a boy in the background talking about something hey I don't know her name. I couldn't hear her name, but he was like, get up, get up. Like, he didn't want to jump in, but at the same time, he wasn't going to let nobody jump his girl. So, he ran right, and he kind of dodged, and he kind of kicked the other girl in her chest. Like, he, you could tell, you could, he didn't want to hit her, though. You could tell he really didn't want to, because as soon as he not, he got one off, he pulled up his girl, and they went but to the But that's the thing, though, like... So, go he, ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can tell, like, he was not, he was not about to let her get harmed. That he was not trying to let her get home, but I could also feel like he wasn't trying to. He wasn't, no, trying, he wasn't like, trying to fight yeah, no that, female that either. He wouldn't deliberately do it, but if he if he gotta do it, I don't think he would ever hit him. I think he would throw him to get him off. But I don't. Right. Think, but that's right. One, that's one thing he he ain't gonna let happen. He ain't gonna let me fight because it's not classy. And I do respect him for not yes. ever putting me in a situation where I feel like I ever had to fight. You know, so I've never mm-hmm. been in that position. I can actually say that and. I don't like when women fight over men. It's pointless. It is. He gonna. It gets. And I'm not. Is this? Is uh? I know. I don't know them personally, but 
it's this case that happened. Uh, a man was cheating on his woman, and his woman pulled mm-hmm. up at the other girl house and tried to fight her. You oh, need to be fighting a dude, baby. But no. guess what? The dude in there, he's he's trying to protect the woman he cheated with. Coming to find out the girl get killed. I oh, think she Lord. stabbed her or she shot her and the girl died. Girl, that, yes. I think that was in D.C. Was it like they was at the uh-uh, gas no, station see, or something? It might have been one in D.C., but I'm talking about in my actual hometown, that's what happened. And guess what? The girl went to jail girl, and that's found a- out since it happened at her house, you know, the girl came over to the fight. So technically it was self-defense. And guess what happened? That girl dead and now they together. The one he cheated on her with. Yep. <gasps> Yep, wow. that's what I'm saying. You don't need to do that because at the end of the day, but guess what? Karma, but you know what? God don't like that though. No, but the, let, let me tell you, God, this. she was she was in jail for a while, right? The one that did the killing and the one was dead. But guess what? He was still messing with other people. So he he had he, he you you mm. thought at one point he stopped, but he, they said the girl was. So that just goes to show the that that died was pregnant, and he was then you know if they pregnant, that would be a double murder or something. Come up, double come homicide, to find right? He wasn't, and he was—he was just like they said he wanted to get out of it, and he really wanted to be with the other person. Well, that's obvious because he ended up going back to her, but she needed to open her eyes and see that he still was with somebody while you was in jail. So he didn't see that's the thing, right? Because she, because he wasn't down for, because he wasn't really down for her. He was just, she just something. Yeah, to play and with, that's obviously. the thing. These dudes, these days, they're so different i just i don't know because if a dude first of all i'm not about to be driving a dude around in the car he's supposed to be driving me around that's that another thing if we pull up at the gas station why am i pumping gas and you not pumping oh gas don't even me? get me started on that bump i'm just saying don't like, even I see bump so that. many people daily when i go to the gas station i see so many women driving the dude around in the car as well as pumping the gas and he just sitting there got her um her passenger seat all reclined back his feet on the dashboard yeah my husband is not like that oh i remember i was about to pump the gas he went into the uh to the station but he was like what what are you doing and he had to come and show you what you deserve yeah yes he always told me that all the time he he always told me that all the time you want to come to my kids like you're not alone you're not like he has and that's, to remind but that's, that. that's what, and like, I'm glad I'm so used to doing everything alone. He got to realize that you you are work in progress. Like if you've been mm-hmm. you've been through all this stuff, like you you got to watch your back because you don't know. You never know. You probably when y'all get in an argument, you probably scared he gonna pop you, like hit you because you don't you don't know. You don't know how it feels to be treated. Yeah. And he has to he has to love on you to mend those broken pieces. He's obviously yeah. doing a good job. Yeah, but it's still some stuff he gonna have to work on and he's gonna have to be patient with you because you you're broken and he got yeah so Leah, mm-hmm. let me ask you this Aaliyah how long if you mind Sharon did it take you I guess to fully trust him because after all that you went through with your past relationship and then you meet him how long Not did even... it take you to open up to him and finally trust him and to like tell yourself that he's different than the other dude, and you know he's not gonna do this what other dude did, right? And I just want to also say too, because I know that's a good question, but also my childhood played a lot yeah. in my wrong decisions. Yeah. So I yeah, so from from childhood abuse until like it, it just was like a repeated cycle. But I mean, for me, it took it took his friendship for me to know that I can trust him because. 
for me, it was just like, you know, like the way he was, he was, I was like, you know, no guy is not, is, is this nice. No guy is such a gentleman like this. No guy is this and that. And I will be like standoffish and he'll try to like, maybe like show me that he likes me, that he's trying to chase me. And I'll be like, no, like I would, I would have my guard up. But it took from like that, it took from that soft whisper, it took that confirmation from God to say, it was, I never forget, this is what a man is supposed to be to you. I am showing you this is what you asked for, and I'm giving it to you. So once I slowly saw letting my guard down, he was able to really be more of what he wanted to be. So am I answering yes, the question? Yes, I am. <laughs> so it, it just took him being consistent and not stopping, like, and not just doing it just because. He he's just consistent from my kids, from how he's active with them, and you know, I mean, he don't even say that these are her kids. He said these are my kids. Like people ask me, I have three kids, you know, even though he doesn't, you know, have any himself. We don't. We well, we haven't. We're planning, but not no time yeah. But <laughs> he, you know, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, you know, I have three kids. You know, I don't just have stepkids. These are my children. So just from that standpoint of just being a father figure, being my best friend, being, you know, my my husband, my partner in Christ, just from all those things that he's have shown himself approved, um, from being a provider, just just showing his kind love, just showing just basically being exactly how Jesus is to me, how God is to me, and you know, feeling that true love. So that's really okay so because you 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 seem like you went through a lot and Mm -hmm. you deserve it you deserve happiness so i'm glad you find it and now i am too did your kids ever experience like did they ever experience the other dude um abusing you okay well thank god for that and i'm happy now they used to see they used to experience arguments like my oldest son is 16 so, and I'm 29. So, you know, like I said, like, and that could probably be another topic, another episode if people ever want to like, okay, so what? But, you know, he did experience the arguments and, you know, my son, my old, my son didn't play that. Like, he was like, you're not going to be arguing with my mother. Yeah, like, you're not going to be arguing with my mother like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's like, you, no, you're not, I don't care. You're not going to argue with my mother like that. No, no. Like, you know, my, and my son did not like him. Like, my son's words is, like I know that's not I know that's not a good he said I know that's not good to say but no like mom you deserve better I don't like him I don't matter of fact I don't like none of this if you dated not even your ex-husband that's how he felt because you know me and him grew up together but as we got older he started to understand this is the truth of my life and my son also has a testimony too within itself and so with him being his mother and seeing you know everything that we went through how we struggled he always say ma you deserve better you deserve this and you know and even now that I'm married he actually likes him like his his thing is well he good for now I said well but don't you say that <laughs> you know? Put but it would be what he's seeing you go right. through he just don't want you hurt and I do right and so my thing is but that's the first time I've ever heard him say well he's good for now because everybody was like no he's you know what I'm saying so that's his mm-hmm. progress yeah, yeah that's progress so um but I get it though because he he's been shown he's been shown that you know it seems like to him that it's no good men out here no good role models to him so yeah 
you know, but well, that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. what advice? What advice do you have to someone who may be listening that has gotten out of a toxic relationship and is working their way towards a better relationship, but they just don't have that trust there yet, or they're just not, you know, they're still closed off. They're just not as open to them as they are. Well, this is how I say, put your mm-hmm. trust in God first. Okay. Dedicate, rededicate your life to God. You know, like I, I like to say, I, I would say I'm a newfound believer because, you know, I grew up with believing. So I knew who he was. But as far as really being intimate, I say just really introduce yourself to God and and get into the word and, and get surrounded by people, heal, whether that's from, for me, healing came a lot from certain like gospel music I was listening to. That was my healing. So I allowed God to heal and work in me first and correct me in some of my ways of why I'm choosing all these toxic relationships because I have to, I play a part in it mm-hmm. too, I feel like, you know, like from being lonely, from being hurt, you feel like you don't feel like you got to prove something to people because people said that you'll be nothing but this or that. So let's look on the inside and let's look on the inside of us first and allow God to renew us and, and fix us up. And then I promise you, once that falls in place, God is going to put the right person in place for you, you know? So that's my advice. I'm going to go with the God advice, which is put God first, get to know him so he can help you better mm-hmm. yourself. Okay, so I oh. have a... Oh, go ahead, Kier. Oh, you go ahead. I'm going to get us off topic. You, so you go ahead. My topic is about... Uh, it, it's mostly for you, Salia. How do you do with like... Mm-hmm. Well, I guess all of us can answer. The no sex before marriage thing. I guess I'm asking you because you are married. Good job. <laughs> yeah, so it's not okay, so it's not easy at all. So um that was definitely the commitment that both me and my husband wanted for ourselves and in, in our relationship was that we were not gonna have sex until marriage. And so we we kept that. That was very important. Um and it's not easy. Like it's not it's a walk not. in the park. It's hard, and it was times we was yeah we were definitely tempted a lot, but you know we we just had to remember that you know what what's the goal and what's the per what's the purpose like I can say okay yeah we can do this to be spiritually married, but let's just go ahead and do it the legal way, and then you know do it the other way you know how the how everything else mm-hmm. falls in line, and so I encourage anybody to do that, and the reason why I said it is because when you're not indulging into sex into your into your relationship you're not you'll realize you're not in love a lot of the times you realize that you was infatuated with what the physical was Mm -hmm. doing for you and not the actual mental and with us not indulging into sex um it it allowed me to really get to know him and really say like this is this someone that I want to be with it real it helped me realize that I actually do have something in common with him and we do get along and we do want the same thing and you want to know your you want to know your husband or your future husband you want to truly Mm -hmm. know them you know you don't want to be in that relationship and thinking you know them and thinking you you in love when you're really just infatuated with them because once that infatuation rubs off what one or two years you're gonna be like ugh. yeah you know what I'm saying like I think I've, I've experienced that so for me I knew for a fact that you know not having sex before marriage allowed me to truly get mm-hmm. to know him to know if he's for me 
and if we will if we will bend perfectly together and also is this something that God wanted and that's and God definitely moved that yeah. situation so and I know some people now biblically speaking we know sex before marriage is wrong so I wouldn't teach anyone outside of that mm-hmm. principle um I know some people choose to you know do you know sex before marriage again it's not it's not the right thing to do so I'm not even going to get into detail of well this is my opinion on that so I want to stick strictly to if you can you know everybody has their own choice everybody that's one thing I love about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he gives mm-hmm. us free choice we get to make out we, we have free will and my choice will be you know stick to sex after marriage but you know everybody has their own choice yeah because um, um i've, I've but, already i obviously i've already done it before marriage but i do know with my next husband i just i want that i want to wait like i don't <laughs> want to do it i want to save that moment for that because like you said a good point was you get to know what y'all like about each other without sex because sex really can blur things out for you like if that's all mm-hmm. y'all having, and it was just like of course y'all gonna have a good time so Right. And it made me miss. And what I loved about it was I love the fact that I could miss him. And I know I'm not missing him because of like a physical thing. I'm missing him because he like, y'all time. like, for example, how he treat me or like, they got miss my husband right now. Cause I like, I have an exact reason of understanding why I miss him. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly why I want him and why I need him because obviously God placed him in there to be everything I need him to be so I don't have to be like um I don't have to do the basic stuff like I remember this little comment I forgot what they said look we don't need the basic of why you like somebody like because they're smart pretty intelligent it's like everybody that nowadays it's like a a, (laughs) um what you call it the uh, little um on Facebook whatever it's called but yeah, I've seen that, and that's true. Like, I don't, I mean, everybody said that. Of course, the person that you date, and you're going to think they're beautiful and smart, right? That's that's true. Like, nobody want to hear that, you know? Like, I don't I don't need to see those basic things yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's one so. thing I used to always right. What did you say here? No, I was saying, um, agreeing with Celia, that she's right. Don't nobody, we tired of hearing the basic. Yeah, and it's so elementary. Like, at this point, I like you because you're yeah. cute. I like you because you're beautiful. That's the thing I used to always ask. Because not just ask because I I needed to hype mm-hmm. myself up. I want to know what I, I can do better. You know, I want to work on right. what I can do. Like, because like I told y'all, I, I didn't cook before this. So I kept saying, I want to be mad. I want to be mad. And then he just sat down and told me, he was like, you want to be mad? <laughs> but it's funny how God get on you about stuff. I'm so, like, I don't mean to laugh. Yeah. I'm no, no. My kid's daddy said that. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, you right, though. You right. And, and so I took that initiative to start cooking. Girl, he still don't want me. I'm joking. But... Uh, <laughs> But no, it's just other issues yeah. that let me know that we're not meant to be. But I'm just saying, I take that kind of feedback and work on because if that was true, I didn't cook before then because I I came from a family that so shit. My grandparents still cook and be like, y'all come and get a plate today. So I I don't never had I never had that chance to just cook. And then like I told Kiara, I just moved out and I'm living by myself. I have no choice to cook right. because I don't want to travel all over the place all the time, like, going to get, going to my grandparents, going to my mama. So, I have no choice but to learn how to cook. So, I, I really was yeah. begging for marriage, and I wasn't ready. Like, 
I was not. I'm ready not free. You just, you just okay. never know. Your husband might be your famous <laughs> chef, honey. You and that's what I keep telling face. myself, like. Okay. My husband gonna <laughs> come and find out and be like, but that's right. thing, I still want to know, know, know to cook some, you know, know okay, how to cook yeah. stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I know I'm not going because cooking just don't work for like that. Whoever so, my great grands, my grandma, and all them, they're like, yeah, no, no man ain't gonna want to marry you, didn't know how to cook. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's but that's what society tell us though. Yeah, but, right, you but think a lot about of women back in those old, a lot of women those, don't know old, do those times in the Bible they cook, you know, they took care of their family, so you know exactly. But that's because the men took care of the women, okay. and the women ain't have no choice but to take that's care reverse. of the household. Yeah, but nowadays all these men nowadays, honey. I don't get that. Do 50-50. I, I'm not what? Hold on, wait. So what is 50-50? What is that to me? Because I thought it was 100%. I thought it was 100% on both sides. Means whatever it is that you're responsible for when it comes to your marriage and your family, it's 100% given. So what the heck does that mean? Now, traditionally speaking... Okay, what they mean by 50 no, 50 no. is you split everything down the middle. Or the I tell you, like my 50 50, like I told Kiera, my grandparents' 50 50 was my granddaddy paid the mortgage and my grandma paid the utilities. I just don't think I should do neither. Like you're the provider and you should be able to cover that because back in the day, that's what it was. And the, their argument nowadays so, but, is but see, the, but that's we ain't living back in the day. But but up. what if, but how I did God fix it? But your money to be the too. men were supposed to be the providers. And I was watching this Facebook, right? I was watching that, and the woman don't get the woman, don't get the, the woman at the household did yeah. have the option to have her own business, like Proverbs thirty one woman. She was an every woman, okay? Like like when I yep, she did it all. Whitney Houston, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> She, okay, I read she that was, one too. I had to sit down and analyze it too. It's like that Proverbs oh 31 goodness. woman don't just represent one yes. woman. It shows every asset of every woman. Although her, she had a husband she, she that was took her care of her, woman. Like she, she still went out and did what she supposed to But do. she took care of her family. And honestly speaking, I don't even think she really had to do her own. I think she probably all she needed to do was probably she wanted to. She That was just her ambition she wanted behind to. it. But what I think that it shows too is God is like, I don't know where this, you know, you know, I know for the most part, men are supposed to provide, but women can do stuff too. We're not supposed to be limited. We're supposed to expand with our, you know, with, with our hobbies and stuff that we can do to make money and stuff. If that's what we choose to do, it's an option, but a man is supposed to take care of his family. I grew up on that. My grandparents and, yeah, I know. and I, I told, my grandparents that's how it. I was I'm that's how I was raised. My grandparents they took they the, the <laughs> husband took care. My my grandmother she worked, but she didn't have to work. But she was college educated. She worked for the FBI. That's just what she did. My grandfather was in the military, and so was my uncles. All of them they took care of their wives, you know, and that's how it's supposed to be. I'm not gonna step back on and say oh it's supposed to be 50 50 no you're supposed to pay the bills and honestly speaking i feel like any money that the woman makes i feel like the woman has a choice to stack it if she wants to and that's a push your money so if things get tough 
Okay. Thank you. Say, you know, some life happens sometimes. Husband get laid off or something. They got that cushion money right in the back and whacking and you know the backbone like baby, don't get bored. We got got money for the next six months. You go ahead and find you a job and don't you stress yourself out. That's what it's for. You know. But men nowadays don't operate like that. They just go for the show. We don't even have men no more because well, I ain't gonna say that because like I told Kira, I got Cousins, it's some men that take care. That I mean, take care. They woman don't have to work, but if they choose to yeah. work, they can. But I, I'm that's something I'm not taking off my list. Like I said, for my for my next man, that's gonna be my husband. I'm Amen. not taking it off the list. He gonna provide for me. He gonna pay bills, and my money is just gonna be to, like you said, stack or do what I want to do and take care. Of, like the kids can take extracurricular activities. That's gonna be. A man don't nope. need a woman to provide. And that's one thing. I'm like sorry. right now, like my, like my yeah. husband, of course, he, he has right. a landscaping. And he does an amazing job. So right now he's saving up and he's trying to get everything together for his landscaping business. And, you know, of course he don't ask me for nothing. Like, I'm just like, do you need anything? But he always tell me, like, my goal is I don't ever want you to have to work. And he'll be like, just give it just give it a couple of years. I promise you, you will not be working if you don't have me. My thing is, no, I'm going to work. I'm going to work because I want to work. See, know, that's my, my choice. Thing. But he don't ever want me to work. That's his thing. I don't want you to do nothing, you know? See, that's my thing, though. Yeah, that's why I think I'm still sitting over here single because when I bring that up to, like, dudes, pastors, <laughs> I've dated, baby, they look at me upside my head. And they I what? feel like, what that's what I'm saying? What they do? <laughs> look, look at me upside my head. I'm like, speaking a foreign language. Like, what, I'm just saying, what are y'all not understanding that I'm saying? You hear me? <laughs> and you should keep asking because one day the right, right. man going to come and be like, baby, I got you. No problem. Okay, right. That's all? They're going to be like, that's all? That's all you right. That was probably like not right. one of the things on my list. But like I said, I wanted a man of God. And of course, a man of God would think that. Like, I'm going to take care of you. So that was just like, really, baby? And that's yeah. another thing. Like, I don't ask that on the first. I don't ask that on a. Uh, first, like I, don't, I wouldn't mention it on the first date, but I'm yes. gonna fill you up and see what kind of guy you is. Like I'm gonna just fill you up. I'm gonna just get that vibe from you if you I like if you that type of person. I the first or if you're of, not, I can tell. So, you. I know when, when me and that type my of we were just kind of like friends <laughs> and we was just getting to know each other. Like I was gonna know. Look, if I don't tell no, if I don't tell a man what I want in him, then ugh, I'm gonna just be out of luck. I'm not gonna keep doing this. So I lay I laid it down what I was expecting. Like yeah. okay. if if that's something if you if you're interested, oh, I come with good. a package, meaning you're gonna have to love my package just as much as you love me. If you just acting out well, those ain't my kids, then you we we can just go ahead and school this, you know, no, it's not gonna work. So yeah, and I don't yeah, want my kid, to refer right. to step and that's right. And so then that's, so. that was my right. number one thing, right. you know, because I don't need my kids to be feeling like, oh yeah, that, I mean, they probably going to feel this way anyway. Well, that's my mother's husband, but at the end of the day, I want them to feel like, you know what, like yeah, that's my stepdad, but you know, he treat me like I don't feel like I'm a stepchild because how he treats me, you know. But if if, if you it's. If if it's of fresh course, right now, yes. then I can see them still. <laughs> right, that's going to gradually. Right, that, that's just going to gradually. That's going to be all they do right. day. Exactly. So that's why I'm not like that's. But that was important to me. Like, don't don't just be into me and not be into my kids because that's not going to work. 
Okay. No way. Right. You can't be into me and not be into my kids. It's, exactly. It ain't okay. You hear me? <laughs> so that that's now that's the first thing I'm gonna let you know on the first time on the first day. Like I got kids, so yeah, they give you the choice to walk off. Because some people really don't want to be with somebody that got kids. Because I was that type of person. Because I well, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm the type of person I don't want a man with kids. But that's because that's true too. I, it's so much baby mama drama going on. I know mm-hmm. what I know what my kids talk about. So, I we ain't gonna have them type of problems, but so much like right. people are killing my, over their baby. And you know what, my baby dad, don't have any like, kids, and they don't I'm even want them no more. Happy about that, but I mean, if he did, but I'm actually happy about that. And I know, That's like, good. I actually was surprised that he was like, you know what, like, it don't even bother me that you have kids. Like, his mother was is actually has five kids, include which includes him, and she was a single mom. So he's always he always told me like, you know, that alone just inspires me. Because, I mean, just like makes me want to be with you because. I've watched my mom work so hard and, you know, she gets in, you know, these relationships and they just up and leave her to take care of my siblings. And, you know, I don't want that for you because I see what my mother goes through and that alone makes me want to be with you. So I think that his mother itself, just her being a single mom, I think that inspired him to really want to see where we, you know, when we first started talking, made him really want, you know, to say, you know what, I want to get to know her. I want to, you know, start something with her. So. And that's how the thing can go both yes. ways. He had an absent father, obviously. And that, that absent father built him to, he looked at the part where I don't mm-hmm. want you to be like my mom, single. Other people take it as, I ain't have no daddy around, so I don't know how to be a man. So I'm like, I like the point of view he's taking from it. Like, he's taking it as a lesson and using it instead of just using it as a burden. Oh, my daddy ain't teach right. me, so I don't know how to treat treat you. But that is like so, that goes yep. what Kiera said. You know, you know wrong from right. Yeah. So my question for both of y'all, I'm answering too, is um dang, it kind of just slipped out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my question for both of you is. So it seems like we have grown to understand what we should accept and not accept when we are going forward in our relationships, vice versa. So um, how how have we grown or how is it different from what we accept now versus what we accepted from our quote-unquote first love? Well, I can't <laughs> speak. My first love is this person that I keep talking about. So, like I said, I've been with this person for 10 years, and the only thing I can really say grown is because my relationship with God. Like, the more and more I yeah. talk with God, the more and more I'm like, God is saying that it is possible to get someone that still opens the doors for you, that shows you off, that that wants to provide for you, wants to be around, wants to be a family man, and understands, like, your goals in life. So the more and more I, I guess, read the word, this the more and more mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing myself work. I guess that's how I'm saying it because I'm still going to yeah. have tough days. Like, I'm in love with that man. Like, I still am today. And I really want nothing but the best. But my prayer used to be, God, would you please change him so he can work for me? And I told, and I told my mom the other day that I read the story in the Bible about Lot and Abram. And I read that book so many times, y'all, but it did not click to me. God did not bless Lot, I mean, Abram, until Lot separated from him. Like, I'm just, that clicked in my head, like, Bree, you're not going to get your blessing 
until you back away from somebody because everybody is not deserving of your blessing. Like, yeah. you deserve yeah. somebody that'll love you the way you love. And not to say he's a bad person because he's not a bad person. Wants he's just to be not loved. And that's okay, though, because the way I want to He can be find loved. someone else, like, you know, he can love, like, maybe yeah. somebody else want to be loved. But yes, I like how you said that. Like, he's not a, he's not a bad person. Mm-hmm. And that's how I told him. And I told him, I told him just like that. I said, I'm not the one for you because I promise you when you find that person for you, it's going to click in your head and you're going to instantly mm. be like, dang, this is the one I want to marry. But I, yeah. it hasn't clicked for you. Right. After 10 years and right. two kids, it's not meant to be. So when mm. you do find that person, which I pray you do, I pray that it clicks for you and that you treat her right. Yeah. I will. I want, I want him to be happy. That's how I know that I love the man because I I want him to be happy. I want him to be successful. I want him to thrive. Mm-hmm. I don't want nothing bad to happen. I don't wish nothing bad on him. Right, I want right. nothing but a prosperous future for him. But I just know that he's not capable. And I told him, you're not capable of loving me the way I need to be loved. So just move out the way so somebody else can love me the way I need to be. And let mm-hmm. somebody else love you the way you want to be loved. Because right. it's somebody out there for you. It's just not, it's not me. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. dang, that was a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, that's what I'm talking about. What's the question again? Girl, that was good right there. What was the question again? <laughs> the question, okay, <laughs> you're fine. The question was now that we have grown to understand what we will and will not accept in our relationships that we have now or relationships to come um how is that different from what we accepted from oh, I our mean, quote-unquote first love i just accept like i mean for me it was different i guess i would just i just accept the fact that somebody like cared about me like that like i said that goes back to basing from childhood abuse yeah. and just ch- things that i went through so i was just like you know what somebody felt like oh i would never be loved or whatever i'm gonna prove them wrong versus understanding and knowing that I needed to have standards and that there were standards that God need, wanted for my husband mm-hmm. and I didn't know that until I in, until now so for me it would just have to be really truly understanding what a, um, a marriage a relationship well a relationship moving into a marriage is how I want to say that because you know we all want to be everyone here wants to be married so we're going to say relationships merging into marriage <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so basically it's just so... understanding the standards and what's required <laughs> and what is needed for that kingdom relationship to excel mm-hmm. and be all that it needs to be by the grace of God. So that's that's for me, that's the right. difference from now and back then with my first love. I didn't have a standard. Yeah, yeah I guess for me more. I guess for me I can say the more I matured and the more I was taught, um, I guess, like, from church and the few mentors I had and vice versa, um, some stuff that you're just too pretty to accept and um, he should treat you better than that. And, you know, just me learning my work, you know, day by day. So I guess that's what's different because I'm not in a relationship now, honestly. I've been single for a while. But with me and my standards, a lot of people said my standards are too high, but they're just going to get higher because I'm not lowering them for anybody. So I guess 
when I do or like when a man approaches me and we talk or date, however the scenario goes, if he doesn't meet my standards, then it's a no go. Okay, so yeah. with are, I'm sorry, are you done here? Oh yeah, I was done. <laughs> with that being said, you know, in Michael Todd's book, he had this rip up your list thing. Yes, so, ma'am. <laughs> how do you guys view that rip up your list thing? I'll share after you guys. I don't know. I girl, I personally don't want to rip up my list, but then again, maybe he has a whole, you know, background as to why you should rip up your list and like chapters to come that I might that I haven't gotten to yeah, yet. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I have this list. It's down to the T. But you heard my list. I read it to you the other night. Yeah. And <laughs> it's down to the T of how I want my man. And I I think I'm going to keep it there to just keep it there. Because I believe the longer, the more I manifest and pray over it and work towards it, I'm going to get my man. That's exactly like that. <laughs> That's <list>. right, baby. <laughs> well, for me, as far as that question about Michael Todd, this is how I look at it. When he say rip up your, when you got a list, that means that you're only trusting in what you're looking for. You're not trusting in what God has for you. So I get it. Not saying to not have any type of standard. But for example, the physical. Like for me, I, I'm kind of like I'm blessed. I'm happy that my husband is not short. You know, I'm happy that he's tall. And you know, he's dark skinned. So I'm happy I got that part, portion of it. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to him to be a dreadhead. Matter of fact, that was not even in my criteria, but still. So, but um, I I get why he's saying it because it's like you, that's your standard, but that's not what I want for you. I think that because God knows what's best for us and what we need, he's going to direct us to the husband that he mm-hmm. wants for us. And we will know that as long as we're 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 walking with him and he's walking with us and he's in our presence, he will signal us it half of that's what's on your list might not even be what God wants for you. And I'm a cry girl. If I get, no offense, but if I don't yeah, get like, a <laughs> Look, I, like, I feel you on that I'm one though because <laughs> for some reason, like, okay, so that's another thing. Like, when I didn't have standards, I got, like, they were they were t- a little taller than me or like, I like or my height, but they were taller than me or like almost my height. Well, you know, a little, like just a little inch, like just a little, you know, not tall. So like, my thing is I always loved tall men though. Like I had one tall boyfriend and after that just seemed like everybody wasn't tall no more. Like everybody was just like kind of, you know, like five, seven, five, nine, you know? So for me, that was one Mm -hmm. thing that I wanted. And I'm so happy that that was still like a yes on my list. that I still had that that particular those two things but other than that I honestly I didn't have a list y'all my only request was for him to be a man of God and follow the Lord and that alone made him what he's supposed to be Mm -hmm. as far as what type of man he was supposed to be and that's why I just I say God knows what you want so he's gonna try to He's not going to give you everything on your list because maybe right. everything, like you said, I don't know the list that he wants. Right. He's going to be like, oh, I'm going to just get you this want. guy. Right. But I was definitely happy on that 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 uh, that point. But I just feel like when we have a list, we don't trust what God wants for us. 
we don't believe that God is going to give us what we what we want. But I can guarantee for me, I can guarantee if you say, Lord, give me the uh, a man of God, give me everything a man's supposed to be within you. You'll get everything on you get mo- the most important. I believe you get the most important things on your list. Maybe not the tedious so that you're stuff. That. Now that you, know. you said that, I want to bring up. I want, yeah, I want to bring up Sierra's prayer. I know we've been hearing about that all over social media mm-hmm. um, when it first was brought about. And I know Kate Michelle has a song titled Sierra's Prayer. So how do you ladies feel about that? in general like the topic they, in general they used to tell you that whatever kind of man you want write it down and put it on your under your pillow and pray about it so yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. i mean I, like i said about well i didn't share this but with michael todd i haven't got to that part either so i don't really know his right. point of view behind it but i can't see myself ripping up my list right now because on my list <laughs> like i told you it's not things that are are physical it's things mm-hmm. like standards that i'm just not gonna lower anymore like you gotta right. provide for me. You gotta okay. open doors for me. I don't even care how you look. You gotta look good. But we'll see on my list. I got physical. <laughs> we I know. Got okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't do me that. <laughs> but I have everything. Like mm-hmm. I got the standards, the physical. I just got everything. Well, that's I mean, good. I mean, that's I mean, good. But if you can't tell me that if a if a short light skin guy oh no then why you gotta do that (laughs) if he come up to you and treat you right do everything that you want for him i mean do everything that you ask god for you can't tell me you gonna turn that man down because he's not but we we are we already had this conversation the other day and what did i tell you (laughs) what exactly did i tell you happened this dude we was dating okay whatever you want to call it what you gotta see you gotta think about it that that dude might not have been for you. True. So I mean, he was everything. He just, I just wasn't attracted to him physically. And but you I never got to the, the point with him is to see if y'all were doing. And that's Bible another thing. Like I have a, study the word Speaking together. of, I wasn't attracted to him physically. Right. I have a really good friend. Her name is uh, Kristen, and I remember she was telling me like I wasn't attracted to. They're married now. But she was like, this was before, like, I think they were together for almost a year. And she's like, mm-hmm. I was not physically attracted to my boyfriend. I was like, really? Well, how did you get physically attracted to him? Like, wow. Like, you know, like, what made you attracted to him? And she was just like, you know, he how said, he how treat me, how he right. loved me. That's what made me physically attracted to him. The his, And that alone made me That's know that she, like, <laughs> that alone <laughs> let me know that she no, really I'm- loved him. She really loved him. Because... She was not physically attracted to him before, at first, which means that she, it took her time to get to know him. Because he was already physically attracted to her. But my thing is, my so thing is, the thing is, he, the thing is he's not under, he, to exactly. me, my opinion, he doesn't seem like he, he's not, he's not ugly. He's not ugly at all. He just wasn't her oh, he first. he just wasn't on her yes, stand. Like, he wasn't he's what not she, ugly. Uh, like, I, I will tell you, like, I mean, yeah, it doesn't okay, matter. Okay. I mean, looks is not everything. Okay. But he wasn't an unattractive guy. He wasn't, and you know, from what I've seen. But she just had per, per certain perspectives and standards. Like, I know he was a little yeah, sick. Okay, I know I he got was a little sick. She kind of ain't like that. But, but he wasn't big. <laughs> He wasn't big. Okay, He wasn't <laughs> yes, big. He was yeah. a little, but he was tall. He's tall. He's tall. But that's the thing, though. 
bitch and stop you okay. because you can tone them up. You can encourage them to go to the gym. You you can put your hands but I love I just feel like but I love the fact that she right and I love the fact that she did it. From my perspective, like before I had my daughter, like I I I wasn't like I blew up pregnant, okay, because I was stressing out, I was going through a lot, and I know like I was super insecure after my pregnancy. Even now, I'm kind of super. I'm still insecure. Like right now, I'm working on my weight and stuff, and that's one thing that my husband used to tell me. He was like, if I can't like you now, what you feel like is your worst, and I do not deserve you when you feel like you're your best. Yes, that's Amen. what he Amen. told me. Like he'll make that very clear. Like I'm you, like you feel beautiful. I'm so okay, and what <laughs> you can work on that. That's nothing. What what is that? And like that's one thing. Like he motivates. Uplift me. He motivates he me everything. So yeah, I used to. Girl, he does. And then he'll help yeah, you lose that like, way. Oh, we we working out today. Come on, yeah. let's go. So it's not like man. Look, <laughs> he like this is what you want, but yeah. <laughs> so what I was saying earlier. So what I was saying earlier is your friend and Bree was laughing at me, but so what I was trying to say is did your friend have to kind of build herself to have that mindset to where it's not about the physical, it's about how he um, is to you and vice versa. I didn't act, but I know she how it act. feels because for me, no, I wasn't physically yeah. attracted to my husband at first. Like he's not he's not unattractive or anything like that but I just wasn't mm. attracted to him because you know he just wasn't all the way I guess you could say physical type I guess you could say in that way like like I said not unattractive he you 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 haven't seen an attractive guy but you was like that's he not my type he just well if 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 he don't like you said he you had, had a problem right, with people with dreads if he had dreads that that's gonna automatically like turn you off because I know that's, that's probably that's Probably me too, girl. I don't like dreads, and my kid's daddy got he went and grew that mess. So I didn't like. Yeah, that's probably why I don't like no yes, dreads. I mean, I he looks good with him, but still, like if he would have had those things when we first started, right. I would have gave him a chance. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like the dreads, and then so <laughs> Justin kind of gave him this bad boy vibe, like he was like you know doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. Okay, and I was totally don't judge wrong, a book by its cover. But he did go through a life, but he did go through a time yeah, he used to be a pothead. Like he, like he is not who he used to be anymore, right? Oh, that's so. Good. My Thank thing God is, for it's time for for me to be physically attracted to him. But what it was that made me physically attracted to him was just how he treat me. Like that, like dang, like I, I, I really like, and it's like I said, and that'll do like it. I was like he, he was unattractive because that was not it. It was just some traits that I was not attracted. Like Bree said, the yeah. dress, the dress was definitely like not it. Like no, no. So that's how I be though, because it's not that yeah. it's not right. that unattractive. And if even, you don't look at them that way, because they just they just it's right. And that's I, on your list that you don't want from them, and they have it. But right. I guess and that's it's how crazy because play, even like, when he didn't, when <laughs> that ain't what you I thought. Right. And when he didn't <laughs> have his dress, I, I mean, I like. I think he looks so right. good, but. He he won his dread, so that's his preference. 
that's one thing you should be able to compromise on. That's definitely something I would compromise on some dreads if you treat me like yes. like you say he treats you and he's yes. studying the word. Shoot, come on, dread. So that yes, come, come on, on dread. So answer your question, that's what made me be fully attracted to him was because how he treat me and how he loved me and I knew he loved me and I knew it wasn't he was just saying it just because I knew it by his actions and I've never been treated like that. So I'm like, why am I about to pass up because of small little preferences or what I feel like it should be when this guy has been everything that I need him to be? You know what I'm saying? And then how he treats me, how he's there, mm-hmm. how he takes him, everything. Like, why am I? Okay. No, I'm not. Okay, so that leads to another question. I guess me and Kiera really can't answer this, but, well, I'm going to answer. Uh, is is sex a huge thing? Like when you is say you sex is a huge, it, like compromising what area? In marriage. Like okay, what I mean, not sex, everything, because everybody gonna have sex, but no, good see sex, that's right? the thing. Okay, so just to, just to talk about, like you know, just to talk about minds, like of course, having good sex takes time and growth because you have to know which the other person like and that's one thing that me and my husband talked about before marriage like I don't be like why are you talking about that before marriage but I like specifically like of course we we've had our interactions when we wasn't when we was not had when we was having sex before marriage but you know we would kind of bring up our small experiences and I'm like look I don't I want us to be fully comfortable about what you don't like or what maybe I don't like I want us to be able to have an amazing sex life that has to be (laughs) but that can also be taught because that's not going to be an automatic thing but I made it very clear to him that I wanted to and needed to be open I I needed us to have an open sex life we're not afraid to say look I ain't like when you do that or I love when you do this you know so that's one thing that we do Okay, so you say yeah, sex like when you're when I say that, I mean when I say that good sex can be taught. Like your preference for good sex might be different from mine, vice versa for for care. So for me, Agreed. I feel like me and my husband like m- maybe things won't be great. Maybe the first month or so, or maybe it gradually had to improve. But what I mean by taught is just that that's your partner. That's your that's your soulmate. You know what I'm saying? Y'all glue, y'all spirit, y'all spiritually one. Mm-hmm. So, and not even that, body language speaks a lot too. So, I feel like that can be taught. You can teach each other, like, this is what I like. That's what I mean by a great sex life. Like, it actually gradually becoming, to, coming in touch with being open-minded about your, about your preferences. And that's why people should really get to know yeah. each other to get, because to get to that level of having to be like, oh, I don't like this about it. And I, if you, if you weren't so good to be able to tell your part, I mean, if your partner wasn't so good and for you to be able to tell them, that's like, you had to get to know them first and you had to be comfortable because I don't know. I just, I don't know. So let me ask y'all this then. And I know now, okay. So I know we're not supposed to obviously have sex before marriage, but do you guys believe in testing the waters out? Before no, marriage? absolutely right. not. 
I mean, obviously I've done it, but I'm saying yeah. with, with the new relationship, I'm not, I don't want to test the waters. If if I get into this relationship, it is it's not good. I'm just going to have to do what's a little right. bit. You go ahead and, and, it, I'm and, and that's you. okay you though. Go ahead like, and teach me. Oh, go ahead. I'm because <laughs> I, I know because I don't want to, if I test it, I'm, I'm, I'm outside of God's will. So God ain't going to bless no mess. So I've You're tried right. it before with a, with the worldly relationship and it was it was good but look it it, it i'm i wasn't ha- i'm not happy not right. with sex but sex ain't everything i'm it's not, not happy i'm not i wasn't being treated fair i wasn't i wasn't making my my way to being a wife so look what i did before i did the sex right. part before and i still didn't get my happy ending so if I test the water, he feel like, oh, right. Got and nobody got what time for that because you're going to put a ring on my finger. Mm-hmm. No. And when you put a oh, ring on my right. finger, that lets me know that you're serious. And that's yeah. how it was for us. But like I said, we were very open minded about that topic. Like before we got married, that was, we're always going to be open. We're going to tell each other. Like that's one thing that for our marriage, that's one thing that we're trying to perfect is like, we're going to, that's one thing we're going to have, we're going to have a good sex life. Like, even, like, if life get busy, I know at the end of the day, like, when we want to come and we want to be seriously intimate, you know, just to, <laughs> we want to, I want, we want to enjoy each other. We want to make sure each other feels good. So, that's how it is for us. Right, right, right. And, and I might be tripping. I don't really think it's a such thing as a a bad sex partner because, I, I don't know, because I always had, I don't know, because I just think you can spruce it right. up and make it fun. I don't, I don't know. But like I said, my, my, my um, oh, kid's wow. father was my first everything. So I don't, I didn't, I don't have the experience. So, right. I, I, like really think said, I don't think it's everything is a bad sex part. I feel like on the only way you're going to have a bad sex is if you're not open-minded and you don't speak up. You don't in your your, your mind because I feel like when you love that person, you're gonna figure y'all like y'all gonna figure it out. And when not even that when you really love somebody, you want them to to enjoy you in that intimate moment too as well. So it's not about like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do something real quick. I mean that happens sometimes, but for the most part <laughs> it's about, you know, really enjoying them. So So what's your thoughts on it, Kiera? To your question, um, I, d- I can't answer it, really. Um, well, yes, I can. I can answer it from my previous little, little you know, little things. <laughs> um, I mean, if they just make you, well, don't make you feel good or, you know, they're just not doing it right that you're used to or I think it can be bad but like y'all said once you marry somebody and y'all you know in love with each other you're not just having sex anymore you you're making love to each other so that's on a whole whole different level right there that I can't speak on because I'll be honest I never made love before I didn't have sex but I never made love and I'm just gonna cut it off right there and I and I, and let's think about it though. If you ain't married, that, that you was ain't a good way of putting it. Okay, girl. <laughs> so, okay. So I mean, everybody who just out here having sex that ain't mm-hmm. married, they just having sex. That's your little fling. Yeah. Because yeah. it don't matter if y'all mm-hmm. been together for years. He. Yeah. He 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 having sex with you, 
And if y'all done did it more than twice and he still ain't say, saw your value, yeah. what? It's pointless. Yes, ma'am. Yep. And yep, don't yep. let nobody trick y'all into having sex before marriage by saying, well, we got to see how this go. And then they get it and they don't, Please they don't. still going to make you wait the same distance. So you might as well just keep your faith in God, hold so, off and respect yourself. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. that man is willing to wait, you know that's the right one for you. So let me ask you this, since she said that then, Brie. So we all know the 90-day rule, obviously, from the movie and the book, Think Like a Man. So how do y'all feel about the 90-day rule? Because I'm not pretty sure if someone will meet somebody and get married within their short time frame. That's how I say, girl, that 90-day rule ain't working because who finna get married in 90 days? I mean, now, I know some people that did do that now. It's possible. I'm saying it's possible, but I'm saying I'm not. I'm not either. So, I mean, I guess there ain't no 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, for real, like, I don't really see the point in the 90 day right. because it's still outside of marriage. I mean, Steve probably yeah. said, and God's mm-hmm. not going to bless mess. Nope. So, it, I still think the 90 day, it, okay, what's your point of waiting 90 days to make sure right. you stick around 90 days? You know that's three months, right? Ain't it? Yeah. Like, Anybody can stay around for three months and get be, it, and, and then not even that. Right. Even, not even playing games anyway, doing like... them anyway. Yep. True. You you right now. You made a point that yep. you that you ain't giving it to them, but they getting it, and they still treating you right. Still open the door. Still doing everything that you think a good man should do. But guess what? As soon as he leave you from your date, drop you off, giving you that little kiss on the forehead, he go out and do somebody. He going to the to the girl. So he basically got, got the best of the both worlds. Yep, yep. And men want that cake and eat it too. So it's just best to wait yep. to marriage because if a man tell you, mm-hmm. if a at this day and time, it's still possible. But if you have a man that's willing to wait to marriage, I I just feel like off the. I'm not gonna say that's what they mean. I just feel like off the back. If I meet a man right now and they willing to wait, and they still consist, I just feel like that's yeah. right there. That's a turn on to me. Yeah. Because. I need somebody like that. I need somebody that's steady and gonna push me towards better because baby, I'm um I can I can go back on my word and be easily tempted. So right. I need somebody that got that structure. So the best way I do it for myself, I have to stay away. So if I do start today, I'm gonna have to just go, we're gonna have to go out to eat and stuff. We ain't gonna be right. able to go each other to each other's house. Yeah, no, no, ma'am. We ain't doing that shit. No, because until you show me that you really, you really on my, mm-hmm. on my I remember when I told my no. husband out, but you mm-hmm. know when we first started dating, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not having sex before marriage, and I was like, I want to see if he was all kind of like, I want to see if he gonna say. He was like, all right, I'm down. He was like, that's the right thing to do anyway. Like, what's like for him? He was like, but what? Like, he was like, what is sex? And not saying that he don't enjoy it, but what does it really mean? So he was just like, that's nothing. So. And then, of course, he agreed with the word. So, hmm? do you think you helped your partner? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm listening. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you think you helped him? Because if he said it like that, like, okay, that means if you were willing hmm. to have sex, he would have been willing too. So, do you think you kind of that's a good question? You know, because push him in the right direction. He was already. I think he, it, he says that I inspired him so much more because, like, his his father recently passed away, so he spent like seven months with his dad. He finally got to know his dad. 
Um, and he was in, and I believe I was a big influence wow. on him because he was already trying to get in the Bible and change his life. Like he just like stopped smoking and all that other stuff. So I do believe that I was a big encouragement for him to not, to not do it, you know, to agree like, you know what? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to, you know, have sex until married because according to the word is wrong. So, um, I think so. Cause I know I was. I think so too. Um, just based on what you was telling us this whole recording about how he told you you inspired him and motivated him to be better and to strengthen his relationship with God, I just think that as yeah. a whole that you That's have helped him. I'm pro- like, yeah. Okay. So- <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. No, because no, I was gonna go question. to another question. This question. Go ahead. <laughs> So with that being said, do you think, I think we touched on this earlier, do you think it's okay to build up a man during the day and time, like during the hour? Okay, so when we say build up, (laughs) I guess what are we building up? And no, I'm not talking about the build up you did, like you build him up, like made him better in Christ. Right. He had to want that for himself at first. So I'm saying like do you think it's okay for women nowadays because we do it a lot to accept men that's not ready like if they're not ready right no, no, no. 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 you're wasting your time if you mess <laughs> with somebody that's not ready if you can physically if you can see like this person is working hard and they want to and they want better yes because men we are such an influence on men and if you see that that person is like like for me, like I know, like my husband does amazing landscaping. Like he is amazing at it. Like I'm like, and he can draw everything. So the fact that I see that he go hard, he's he he's he's he go hard go hard for that grass, and he loves doing it. That makes me want to help him build to where he's trying to go to. Because you know, us women, we kind of got the brain. We really critically think on things. Men are just like, so you know, what? I'm about to just go and you know do it. But for me. Right, but for me, if I see go this is crap and he's good at it, now I'm going to bring someone and say, hey, you know what? I know he really likes this. How can we exp- expand this? You know what I'm saying? And I might say, hey, like, I listened to this baby because I know that you did this, call this. And the fact that he's ambitious and he wants it, I know he's going to call them. I know. I know he's going to do it because I see that he wants it. I'm not going to build up anybody that doesn't want it. Like, I'm like, if I didn't know that my husband needed some encouragement, in some places or and I knew that he couldn't or he wouldn't or he was just pure lazy I'm not building up nothing because it's a waste of time but the fact that I know that he's okay. a go-getter and he's going to build himself I'm gonna help him get there you know so yeah I'm building I'm building up there's nothing wrong with that yeah because mm. I did a lot to build up my kid's father but I already said off back and the thing about it, I, I I always had these high standards, but I started dating my kids' father mm-hmm. when I was 16. So what I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I really right. wasn't caring about it then because we in high school. You wasn't really dating to marry then. So you wasn't really worried about the standards. You just I always knew that this is what I wanted for myself. So as time went by, you know, it kind of just – I let those things go and I I basically settled because I've been with this person so long I'm comfortable 
and let me just help him, help him. Like that's who I'm with. Why not help him? But now that I'm single, I I'm not doing that. I'm not building nobody up. No, I'm not. You need to come to me, built because how mm-hmm. I build you up? It it we right. we too close to thirty for us not to be built up. Like I'm yes, ma'am. Say it again. Because if I can do it, you can do it too. And I'm no, I'm not just going back on my word. I'm not going. I'm not. So you mean so when you so, so when you say build, I've done you mean you're not build, you're not trying to build someone to be a good man. Is that what you mean? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, exactly. yeah, I'm not doing that's, how, that's what I mean. Like, you have that's to, con- I- like, I told you, your building up is different. He already a <laughs> good man, he just needs some work. Like, he, you need to show him the areas. That's it. He, your man, already a good man. He just needs some strengthening, some areas. I'm talking about a man from the from the jump that wants you to forgive them time after time, not just to, no, to say for cheating, the- but just want you to. That, I'm, I'm not going, you gotta have a. You gotta have your own place. You gotta have a car. You gotta have money in the bank. You it you okay. gotta have a good credit score. What I'm gonna sit up here and, and marry to I mean date to marry you and your credit score ain't jumping. Like what, Let me what we gonna be again. able to do. Can you help him build or get not necessarily build, but help him work on repairing yeah. his credit score? Okay, okay. I mean, he got he got his own place, mm-hmm. he got his own car. Yes, um, have to. He got a good job. That have can to. support me. And I'm mm-hmm. not trying to say go into that thinking like that, but I have to. And okay, yeah. If he got all that, I can help you. I can I can work with that. Okay. I can help work. I mean, if you if you going steady with a job, you got your own place, you got your own car. I mean, to me, that's just three things off the back you just gotta have because <laughs> I ain't picking nobody up. I'm not close to 30. <laughs> I ain't coming to your mama house. We close to 30. So like. Um, in your job, I gotta get up and go to work. You gotta go to work. It, it's simple. Mm-hmm. Simple. And plus, I already told you my goal ain't my my man need to provide for me. Right. How you gonna provide for me and you ain't got no job? So I just mm-mm. but repairing that credit score, I would prefer to be high, but if if we working on it, because I know my credit ain't good. So that's why I said that because mine ain't good right now. So, but that's why I needed to be somewhere. Like you need to be striving towards because both of us together. You know, we need to sure. this need to be a journey we seek out together then. Yeah. Okay then. So let me ask y'all this then. What advice do you have for single ladies or just single individuals in particular? Pray to God about your man. Like if you single, pray to God. Okay. Don't go back on your standards. If you got high standards, like as P because what's the real idea of high standards? Like, don't let nobody tell you your standards too high. Did y'all hear about them chewing B Simone out about she don't want a man at work? Girl, I'm glad you, you brought that up. But that's her preference honey. though, because I kind of get what she comes she, from. She though. works hard. She she yeah, she, she works hard I, and she now don't get me wrong. Like but, no, don't get me wrong. No, I think that she might have an exception to a nine to five. Like if that person is like high up and ranked, like that's what I'm saying. I don't think she really means like a, like slave, a nine like to five. She just slave. means somebody that's I right. think she means somebody on right. her money level. Like her it can because but did she have to work a nine to five before she made it? She probably did. To where she is though. 
Okay, but then you, but before you got, before so you, where we came from. but before you got in your career, like you and your career yet here? No. Okay, you're not in your career yet, but it's going to be a I'm point. I'm working 9 to 5. It's going to be a point, huh? I work a 9 to 5. Okay, but this is what I'm saying. It's going to be a point. Look, let's get the 9 to 5 out of here. I think she used a bad word. Okay. okay, so it's going to be a point to you in your career. You're going to take a man who work at um, McDonald's? Now when I become what I'm right. trying so she to become. Wants, okay. Right. She, she needs somebody with the same, same mindset. Then I, figured, then I feel like she should have she Very over thing. there. You can't say you can't say um then she worked one before. They gonna say what well, he gonna say, well, didn't you work at McDonald's before? Okay, but then she needs to rework that then. That's, that's not how this is how when I seen what she posted and what she said, that's how I took what it's what she meant. When other people I know seen that, they took it the same way. Okay, so that's I what I'm saying. I, right. I think she used the wrong term, like nine to five, because she don't realize that a lawyer working nine to five, fireman working nine to five, police working nine to five. Sometimes yeah, they work more yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she used the right term. I think she's trying to say if you ain't right, if in you her can't mindset, your money, right. then leave her alone, which is good because why should she settle? So would y'all date somebody that make less money than y'all, or would y'all marry somebody that? So, Leah, you already married, but Bree, would you marry someone? You know I already told you no, I'm not, because <laughs> I want to be taken care of. And you, if okay, if you can take care of me with less money than I make, go for it. But I, I don't want to struggle either. Right. I want us to live comfortably. I don't want to date anybody with less than. I, I just think at this point, we should. We okay if you make less than me, I'm a teacher. Come on now, I don't make that much. So if you make less than me, you you can't possibly be in your career or working towards something that you can see yourself on for to for the rest of your life. And we're close to thirty. I don't need nobody job popping mm-hmm. right now. I need you to be steady and go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you make less than me, that means you you just your mind ain't made up. I just I don't know. I don't know about y'all. If y'all don't know, teachers That's don't make true. that much. So. Yeah, I know you, you can't take I have two kids. I have myself. I have Cardinals and stuff. It's no way that a man can just provide with making less than me. Okay. Okay. Answer Kira. <laughs> I, I was waiting on Salia, but I'll answer. Um to me, what what I want to do, I feel like it just depends how less they make. Now, if we talking about like all the way less, then it's the problem. But if you make like a couple of thousands less than me, then I mean, I feel like that's okay as long as you still getting these bills paid on time. Unless you still, we still get the chance to do stuff outside of just paying bills and having fun and enjoying each other as well as life, aka movie night, date nights, fancy okay stuff like that. Then we good. Okay, so if he make less than you, and he you want him to still take care of you and pay all these bills by himself, he gonna probably have to get another job. So you still gonna expect that same stuff out of him? What I'm saying is, the less I'm talking about, you can make a couple of thousands, two to three to one less than me. But if you over ten or or above less than me, then then no, because you're not gonna be able. To do these things that I just mentioned that I'm asking. But one thing for. I know, like a That's good man that work hard though, I just want to say they will do what they can to make sure you have what you want when they really like my thing is 
They so, like, my thing is, like, I, <laughs> I definitely agree that for me, per se, me and, me and my, for me, per se, me and my husband, like, he, he make less than me right now because I'm going to claim in the name of Jesus because he already has his mission set that he does not want me working in a couple of years and he's going to make sure of that. So I, I already believe, I know that that's mm-hmm. what God is going to do. Now, for now per se, I don't feel like I'm doing everything though. Like, I don't feel like I'm the one having to put out everything because he, he works hard. But at the same time, because we are a kingdom family, um, we come together and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure as his wife that I influence him and push him to get where he needs to go because he already has the entrepreneur, go-getter, go-getter attitude. You know, that's what he wants. That's what he desires for his family, for me to not have to work. And that's what he's working towards. But everybody is different. So for me, I guess my situation is different. Right now, my husband doesn't make as much money as me. And that's okay. I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, he provides. But the goal is he's working to ensure that, yeah, right now, this is what you're doing. But I'm gonna make sure that you have everything. That's what, he always tells me that, like, look, when when we get where we need to go, you ain't gonna have to want for nothing, you know. And when you have it, so I, I I don't personally wouldn't counsel out all men who don't make more than me, because those can be the same men that's trying to get it, that's trying to push, that's trying to work hard. I personally know women who 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 mm-hmm. got into a relationship with a guy who had nothing. Not that I agree with that. And these men are taking care of them. I personally had people with my situation where okay. right now my husband is not making as much as me, but he's working. He's not lazy. He's a provider and he's trying to push towards his own business. And now their husband is taking care of them. So I wouldn't personally cancel oh, out all okay. those men, but you just got to know that they want that for themselves. And you see them working to to do for themselves you got to see it from them first like I used to always hear this saying I'm trying to think of it if if I don't see you wanting it what makes you think I'm gonna help you get it oh so do you have a, a time frame on it for when your husband should be at it or no I didn't put a time frame in it because for him that's his time frame like I said he already said like in a couple of years but at the end of the day I let I trust God and I let him move we we pray together. We we I know that God is going to move for him when it comes to his business. I personally think it's going to be up before then because landscaping is hard labor. It's a cheap startup at that. But not even that. Like he already like he's like getting his business license and stuff. He's already doing a lot of work with without his license and all the everything that he does his craft. I know he's going to do amazingly well. I don't think it's going to take a couple of years. But that's his that's his goals and where he's trying to go. So I don't for me, it can mean like, oh, okay, like you can make your first your first success can be forty grand, but his success might for me, which I don't know might mean might mean I need to be making seventy five thousand to a thousand a year. That might be his success. That might feel like him like, yeah, I'm this is where I wanna be. Because he doesn't just wanna have one, he wants to have them in different states. So he's really trying to like do all like that's how far he's trying to go with it he's not trying to just settle with one little small business here he wants to take it down south like he wants to just do all of that so but I mean I I just put trust in God I mean honestly like I don't see me being so I personally per se don't see me I don't see me at all 
taking care of everything. I mean, I don't even do that now, but I don't see in a couple of years, I don't see me really having to do anything at all. Yeah, so that's one thing I was going to say and bring up. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the R&B singer Charlie Wilson. Charlie? Last name <laughs> Wilson? Girl, yeah, I know Charlie. We love Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah him. So what I was going to say is he was actually once upon a time homeless and from a bad drug addiction. And the wife that he has now found him and brought him in and helped clean him up and now look at it he's famous got good money making music you know doing tours and shows and everything and i bet you she doesn't have to my she don't have to do nothing she don't have to to work for that okay she don't have to cook i mean clean none of that you know what i'm saying so that's a good example right there i know somebody up i just don't think i could do it from that start (laughs) but how did she like what was she to him like she it was a random dude to her and she just said let me pour into him from what i uh researched and everything like she was just i guess she kept seeing him you know on the streets or whatever and she met him and i guess it was god put it into her to you know help take care of this man and see what he has to offer you just never know who you might run across to come into that's why you just never can judge a book by its cover and it's always say you be careful you may be entertaining okay my mama used to tell me that so be very mindful how you treat other people but that's, I mean, did she, I, you probably don't know, but you probably, did she know that that was Charlie Wilson and she was like, you know, because he was in a group before, this after yeah. or before his group? I think it was before his group, but I could be wrong, oh, but you know, okay. you know what? Um, it probably was after because if he was on drugs. Regardless if it was before or after, you know, she probably didn't know that that was Charlie Wilson, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You could probably tell, like, if a person knew that they that person was once known and stuff, they probably just gonna be in it to see what they could get out of it. But with her, she wasn't looking at it like that. And so another you, thing, drugs when you are addicted to stuff, it makes you like a whole other person. So you're right. Yeah. She probably didn't know it was him, and then realized after talking to him, and then she 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 just a good woman. If you ask me, I need to go yeah. research her though, because that's just a. I don't think I could do it. Build you up from that point, but I don't know the conversation she had with God. So yeah, that's a good thing too. That's a that and that's a great example right there of building your building your mate up. And look what she got. Yeah. And she ain't got a one for nothing now. Right. So I know we say, you know, our man gotta, you know, have this or income and he can't have a less income, less or income than we have. But at the same time, you know, you just never know who you might run into. Like you just never know. Uh-huh. And who you can help build up. So that I mean that definitely gave me another perspective to look at yeah. from. Yeah, I mean, I know it's hard for me, you know what I'm saying? You know, he got to look like this and come with this and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, you know, just just hold on, just calm down and wait because you just never know. <laughs> yeah, that gave, that definitely opened my eyes to a different perspective. I don't think I will start with somebody who, you know, <laughs> addicted, but I'm just saying nothing wrong with him. I'm just saying my preference and that's a lot mentally to have to deal with. It is, but you just never know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just never know. But that's what I was going to ask. Um, do you have any advice for 
people that may be single right now or maybe in a relationship that is toxic and not everything that they're looking for, but they're maybe settling. Um, do you have any advice for how they could patiently wait on that perfect or everything to them, someone? I would say go with your guts. Um, pray about it and go with your like intuition because that that's kind of like a hard rock. Cause mm-hmm. I'm saying from I'm I'm saying from this point of view now, I don't think I could do it, but I just never know the position I'm putting putting. Like when I meet this person, they could be so nice to me, so generous, and then you know I later find that the stuff out that I don't want to find out. But you already right. got an attachment to the person. So I just say go with your gut. Because your your intuition, a woman's intuition going to tell her regardless. We may choose to ignore it, but it's going to tell us. And um, I really do believe in intuition because it, it's true. So I think you should just go with your gut. And each situation is different. Yeah. Each true. person is different. Each situation is different. You're right about that. Okay, then, so what about advice for people that are single? Because me, I've been single for some time now, and I can admit it does get quite boring and lonely sometimes. So what are some things that you could do since you are now coming out of a relationship yourself? So what are some things that, you know, people can do to kind of make their free time more busier so that they won't, like, dwell on the fact of them being alone, vice versa? Girl, I should be asking you. You know I'm fresh out of this relationship. <laughs> but I, for me, I think what I would, I would just try to keep myself busy because I know yeah. when I'm up and running, like from previous break breakups, when I'm up and running, I don't think about it. It's when I'm in bed at night is when I'm thinking about it. So right. if I just keep myself busy, I think I could be okay. But what happens when you get lonely at night? and you know that you can't keep your mind busy and sometimes you just can't go to sleep so I just say create you some new hobbies if you don't read get back to reading um if you like to sew start sewing um because a lot of people need mags during this time um what else could we do um we could do a lot personally for me what I started doing was I started connecting with people so I joined group meetings and group messages with friends and stuff like that and I okay, that's to like um do activities with them on the weekend or whenever we have like free time for us me and you personally we in this whole other group and we you know get into it the get into the word and get in tune with ourselves mm-hmm. and relationship with God so I think if we start off with that first we won't you know so much worry about us being alone and stuff like that and that's so. a great point you said get in the word I promise you if you get into the word and get um just just go and try to have a deeper intimate relationship with God he mm-hmm. will um I get what I'm trying to say he will fill that void that you have yeah. so I, de- I definitely agree with that you should definitely get in the word and see God because he'll he'll feel that emptiness you won't have to reach out to that person not saying that you won't still feel feelings for him but he'll give you that desire to not want to mm-hmm. he'll take that desire away rather that you right, won't right. want to reach out to them so that's right. a good point right there get into the word most definitely and then like you said get get yourself acclimated with different groups like different small groups that you could be in because if you have different friends they can keep you busy and they can hold you right. accountable so right. I think that's a good idea too 
And another thing I would say is me personally, um, with me joining um, a church home here and everything where I'm at, me just joining different ministries like the praise dance and the choir. Like I promise you, that will most definitely keep you busy. So all yeah, that's gonna take up a lot of your time because you're gonna stay will. in rehearsal. <laughs> it will. So all the things I have going now, my schedule is starting to get like packed. Like right now, it's a little laid back because of the COVID nineteen. But I promise mm-hmm. you, once this blow over, I'm gonna be busy. I can't believe it because I, I already I can't I can't even imagine my schedule after going back into the classroom like it just uh-huh. my weekdays are so packed so I can just imagine because not only do I have to go to work you know you still have to cook I got two yeah. kids you still got to get the kids to and from school you got to cook right. for them clean right. behind them homework so right. <laughs> you're right after COVID-19 it, the world it, it's just gonna be you're gonna be back busy so yeah a lot of your time won't I mean, you won't just be worried about it. Um, right, I mean, right. You're going to be tired. <laughs> right. We got so much time. And that's um something I, this pastor, I watched his name, Pastor Mike McClure from Birmingham, uh-huh. Alabama. He just said, mm-hmm. right now, we just got a lot of time on our hands. So mm-hmm. if you don't come out of this this um pandemic change, then something's wrong. You wasted. Girl, I watched that part the other day. <laughs> It was good, wasn't it? It was good, girl. I took my little notes while the babies were sleeping, girl. I took my little notes, girl. I know, and I said, oh, this will be... Per-. And I was like, we was just talking about Purpose last the night before, and I was like, oh, uh-huh. this is going to be the best one to send her. Like, this is so uh-huh. weird. It is. But yes, it just... He was like, if you don't come out of this pandemic change, then something's wrong. Like, you wasted your... You just wasted it. You wasted this break. You did, because this is a long break. Mm-hmm. It's still going. It's not over yet. And it, so. like they said, we'll never go back to normal. So mm-hmm. we need to kind of get acclimated to the new normal, but still, unfortunately, yeah, you need yeah. to, you need to get, you need to get better, make yourself better. You can't, God can't just keep blessing you if you don't meet them halfway. Right. That is true. All right, then. Well, ladies, thank you all so much for tuning into our second episode. Um, whenever you have free time, be sure to check out our website at www.chattingwiththegirls.weebly.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye.